Some of you, after the election, the national election, and especially with reference to the uh, presidential race, some of you are so relieved that it turned out the way it, it was, and maybe na the nation has a chance, and you're, you're just relieved. And, and some of the rest of you are just in shell shock because the nation doesn't have a chance because of the presidential election. Both of those positions I'd like to offend, if I may, and I probably can. You see, we're looking at Washington as if that's our source. Now, if you think Washington is our source, read the book. The book. Because Washington is not our source even when it comes to moral things like abortion, which we, if you don't hate it, you ought to hate it because God hates it. But... Washington is not our source for that. We can have more power in prayer. And I call on you, whether you like the president or dislike the president, to just get over it. He'll be fine if you like him. He'll be fine if you dislike him. You're not going to cut his legs off because you're mad at him. Get in your prayer closet if there's something that needs to be changed about him. And get in your prayer closet if you love everything about him. We're supposed to be praying for those people. Now, you get this every two years. Along about this time in November, because we've had another election. And, of course, every other one of those two-year things, it's, an, it's a presidential election. And the country is about as evenly divided as it could be. And that's a symbol and a picture of our weakness. Division doesn't make you strong. If you think it does, go back to the book. You need to read that thing, by the way. You wouldn't be so screwed up if you'd read that and do it. <laughs> now, we have a job to do. We must love God and love others. including those of another political party than what you have. And if you're a member of the two, one of the two major parties, I'm probably going to have to forgive you. Oh, that, that should have just about covered me on the offense thing, shouldn't it? Did that do it? We must not look to the Democratic Party or the Republican Party that's the world. It's going to go away. Please look to Jesus. Please have your faith. Uh, Eunice said a while ago, uh, I believe in faith. And the smart aleck in me just rose up and said, I don't believe in faith. I believe in Jesus. And actually, that's not that smart aleck. I mean, the, the smart aleck is here, obviously. But, but what we believe in is God Almighty who reduced himself to human uh, size, to humanity, and invaded us so we could be saved. And it's not because our founding fathers were godly, feared God, and did the greatest job of putting together a, a 
thing in the world that would work for the longest time and as long as we stick with our constitution it will work because it acknowledges how evil we are the problem with socialism and it will never work like it ought to is because it it says everybody's good just get rid of the classes and we'll just all work and we'll just all get with it like they do in Cuba I read a, the, a recent article uh, by a guy that was about half astute and he studied the whole nation and uh, he said everywhere I went high low uh, east west north south in that island he said they all said the same thing speaking about the government because almost everyone works for the government he said they and this is what he's quoting the people they the government they pretend to pay us and we pretend to work for them and that's socialism after about 63 years and it's it just works like that and if you if you disagree with me boy you are mm. anyway I'll stop there uh, I could get offensive because the Bible says we're not like that and we desperately need a savior we need somebody that can come in and do something about our desperately wicked heart about our selfishness about our laziness read the book of proverbs if you don't think we're in a mess he's just calling it like it is and he, he, he deals with drunkenness he deals with um laziness he deals with lying he deals with sex outside of marriage he just deals with us deals with us and so I'm here to tell you today that God is our source he is unchanged uh, he's not stronger if your guy got in he's not weaker if your guy didn't get in he's just strong and he loves you he so loved the world that he gave his one and only son hallelujah he is out to get you up on his lap and forgive all that crumminess all of those attitudes all of that stuff that you started practicing when you were a little kid and your parents were shocked that that was in you they didn't tell you they were shocked about that if they're still living ask them they were shocked and God will heal that and he will heal your broken heart some of you have gone through the most horrendous things whether it would be the breakup of a marriage or the loss of a job or home family and maybe you had the breakup of the marriage of your parents and then you had it in your own home and it's like we ain't having no fun yet because that's not happy days for the most part but God will heal that and he is not put off by the fact that you've been through that pain as a matter of fact he is drawn to people in pain if they humble themselves and cry out for him one of my favorite passages in scripture it's it's recorded actually in two of the synoptics and it's the picture when Jesus was trying to get his guys away on, on some R&R &R, and he, he goes up north and west out of the country to the, the region of Tyre. And uh, his, his reputation uh, precedes him 
and there's a gal who was native of that region. And her daughter was demon-possessed. And I don't know how a little kid gets a demon, but it happens, and it happened to her kid. And this just tormented that child and thus the whole family. And so she comes up to Jesus, or actually not very close to Jesus. She's standing off away, and she says, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. My child is tormented by a demon. And he just ignores her. He said, I thought he loved us. Stay with me. And, and she just keeps on crying. Jesus, Jesus, help me, help me. And it got under the skin of the disciples. Now, it didn't seem to bother Jesus. He could handle it. And that may not sound just like you want him to sound yet, but stay with me. So they finally said, Jesus, you got to do something. This gal is driving us nuts. And so he stops and looks back at her and he says, um, it's not appropriate to take the bread from the table of the children and throw it to their dogs. Now that's really not what you wanted to hear about Jesus, right? But he did that. The Holy Spirit was guiding him. He knew what this gal was going to do. The Holy Spirit had said, and you know, you read the book, right? So I don't have to finish the story. That's good. So, so gotcha. So she... When he says, it's, it's as if he's dismissing her and calling her a dog in the process. Not a good moment for most of us. You know what she did? Let's say this is Jesus. He shouldn't have made eye contact. He shouldn't have spoken to her because zoom down. Total humility. And she says, uh, that's right, Lord. But the dogs get the crumbs. Yes. Get the crumbs that fall from the kid's table. She didn't have that much faith when she got there, but he took hold of her without even acknowledging her and began to lift her up so that when the moment came, she had faith to claim nothing. If you come to God and say, you know, I, I've been pretty good. I've, I've been giving you $5 a week for a long time. And, and uh, I read a chapter once and uh, I pray be, before some of the meals and uh, I'm, you know, I'm a really good person. And so you judge yourself by your motives when they are good. Not by what you do or when your motives are bad. So we're all good. We're just good. The worst guy on the street has, has a good feeling every once in a while, and he judges himself by that so he can stand before God. When he stands before God, it's like, what'd you do? Do? Oh, no. Let's talk about how I felt that day. My good motives. So this woman 
had been brought up and brought up to where she could go down. You want to get God's attention? Humble yourself. I really believe that's probably the main thing about fasting. Fasting is not good because God hates us. It's good because it's good for us and it, it cuts our legs off a little bit and we come in a little lower to the presence of God. And so Jesus, when she said, yeah, <laughs> but the dogs get the crumbs. Woman, he says, for that kind of an attitude, for that kind of statement, for that kind of faith, go home. Your little girl is clean. Wow. Now that's what he wants to do with you. You say, well, is he going to call me a dog? He may call you worse than that because you are worse than that, you know. But if you come in on his level, you can get everything you need because he has it. He has it. It's all in his arms. And if you come in on your knees with your heart down, he will pull you right up on his lap and he will heal and heal and he will heal. I was talking to someone the other day about what some of the stuff the Lord was doing in my life recently of healing and they looked at me because they were somewhat younger than I and let's don't carry that any further but they said oh that's encouraging to know that God would still be doing that in, and I wanted to finish the sentence for them but you see he's just if there's something still lacking if you're not exactly like Jesus Christ he has good plans for you he's going to make it self-improvement no it's God improvement it's called sanctification it's the work of the Holy Spirit to make you what you need to be and our goal dear one our goal to love God and love others comes in like this it comes in like this stay with me God intends for you to have the freedom in life that Jesus had the night he was betrayed. The night before he died, Jesus said, the God of this world is coming. And the King James translates it, but he hath nothing in me. The NIV says, he has no hold on me there was no button there was no wound that was still unhealed there might have been some scars there but they were all clean and Satan could reach out and push all of those places no reaction health and wholeness that is my goal for you I hope that's your goal for me I'll pray for you if you'll pray for me we can be there because there is a son of righteousness that is rising with healing in his wings.